So take me down the road that's a little bit winding To a place they still put sugar in their eyes Where the women are fine and the love is fair Yeah, driver, you can drive me off anywhere Hey, driver, pull on over I'm in a fight with God This Carolina's shoulder Seems the place I'm getting on Hi, Jamie, how are you? <laughs> Hi, Kate I'm good. I think it's kind of weird and ironic how Zach Brown sings a song about, hey, driver, pull over. This Zach Carolina. Hale? Zach Bryan. <laughs> I always mess it up That's every single time. I know. It's like it, his name's too similar to like every other name because he has a first name, yeah. first name, and a last name. Yeah, it needs like... Uh, it's like Zach Brown and then Luke Bryan, right? So then it's like yeah. Zach Bryan. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely. I, I see you though. Yeah. Yeah. Thank took, you for saving me. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, yeah. truly my fault. I was confused. It wasn't truly your fault at all. It was their fault for yeah. naming him such a such a popular name already. Yeah, absolutely. Just like it was apparently Zach Bryan's fault that actually no, I'm gonna take an opposite position. I'm gonna say it's the cop's fault for arresting Zach Bryan. I don't even know what happened. I think the cop did it for clout because I looked into it and like he didn't. Zach Bryan like really didn't do anything wrong. Like I think the cop what? literally just wanted to be like I arrested Zach Bryan. <clears throat> he was lippy, but. I mean, what do you do? You have any idea what actually happened? Like okay, why so, he got pulled over? Yeah. Okay. So I I I've got my um, info from a really reliable source. Who? TikTok. Okay. A couple different videos, and apparently, like a few days before he got arrested, he was driving in like a town in Oklahoma. I think. Okay. I think. Okay. Wait. Pause. Because I saw I saw a picture, and it was saying that he was going to some football game or something. And he has a dog in his truck. Yeah. Is that know. right? Well, okay, so there's two separate, like, times that okay. he's had a run-in with the police recently. So, he was driving somewhere in Oklahoma, I think, and he was going, like, four or five over. He got pulled mm-hmm. over. The officer was just basically, like, let him off with a warning. Um, but when he got pulled over the first time, I think the officer was trying to be like, give me your address. And he was like, I'm not going to give you my address, dude. Like, I... like. Oh, I'm, I'm a famous singer. Yeah. Like people, like to it's just kind that. of it's kind of unsafe. Um, yada yada. And the police officer was like really insistent. He's like, dude, I'm not going to. And I think like the police officer ended up just like letting him go with a warning. Hmm. But I read the comments, and someone made a good point that like when you give your ID over, doesn't it have your address on it? Maybe it wasn't yeah, his current right. address. I don't know why the cop would want it. It seems a little fishy. Like, why would you need his hmm. address for speeding? It, something could have been expired on his ID, oh, but yeah. he, it, it could have been, oh, this is Zach Bryan. I know yeah. it's this guy, but... I get that, though. Like, I don't know. A, I don't know. That's who's, interesting. who's famous, I wouldn't want to give my address out either. It kind of sucks for famous people, obviously, yeah. because they don't ever release anything about what actually happened. Yeah. So then there's all this, like, speculation, speculation and tarnish on the situation. And then he re- Zach Bryan releases some post saying... Basically what I apologize. I like how he got ahead of it before someone else could create a narrative for yeah. him. Yeah. And he was just like, yeah, like, I'm sorry. Cause like, honestly, like we've all had something like that happen where like, we wouldn't want every, like we wouldn't want like our coworkers to know, but like his coworkers or people that like he makes money off of, um, are us. Mm-hmm. And it's like, for some reason people feel entitled to know famous people's lives and then judge yeah. them off of it when you wouldn't want to have your coworkers know 
like stuff that happens to you like you wouldn't be like oh my god I had I was really lippy with a police officer this past Friday and I got arrested like you would not want anyone to know that no no and then let alone like let them make their own like speculations and create a whole new you know what I mean yeah kind of a weird thought but no it's Nobody wants anyone else to know their criminal proceedings yeah. or anything or going on. Like, yeah. It's not exactly flattering to know that you're in trouble for other people to know that you're in trouble. Well, and they make their own like assumptions versions, on yeah. everything. Versions yeah. Of the story. yeah, yeah. I think it's funny though because if you take two <laughs> sides of the coin, you have one side being like rap and hip hop yeah. artists, yeah. and if they had an altercation with the cops, they'd, they'd be like, fu- like if it were a similar thing where they got physical with the cops a little bit, yeah. they got arrested, they probably would have came out and said like, fuck the cops, they're pulling me over on some bullshit, no, <laughs> whatever, and then Zach Bryan comes out and says, I apologize, I support the police, I was act out of, out of line basically, and I, I support that, I, I think, think that's... No, the I did right way to for two reasons it. because I think it's like I think when people have a following and I think right now people are really like really like him and they have nothing but good things to really say about him and everything so people are kind of idolizing him right now like he probably doesn't want his fans to like go after cops and be like you know fuck the cops all this stuff he's like basically saying like what I did like He's owning up to his own, yeah. which well, I like, but I think he gets it because, like, I think he comes from a family that was in the Navy military, and stuff, military, yeah. Yeah. and then him too, so it kind of just shows that he, at the end of the day, is, those are his roots. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, what? everybody in some situation can feel like, yeah, Well, cops are this. the most like, irritating, like... Quit being up my ass about all this stuff, just, just leave me alone, ask me my questions, do what you're doing. Yeah. And le- like leave. They're narcs, like, and honestly, I feel like <laughs> they're narcs. Well, they are. Well, they literally are. They literally they are. are. Cops. Like I, thank goodness, haven't really done anything that bad. But you never want to have an interaction with cops. But every time I do, I'm like, you're really trying me right now. Yeah, like, yeah. It's never just a hey, what's they going try on? To I just want to. Yeah, I'm doing something that you well, haven't done. Well, it quite literally is their job. Yeah. So it sucks There's that some, that's the way it is. Yeah. But I mean, obviously, like I was raised to like respect cops and I do but they are so annoying I know but it's hard it's hard to put yourself in the mindset of where yes I'm in this situation yes this guy is quote unquote like getting me for something and pestering me and asking me all these questions because like well first off you hate it because you probably are like you're you got stopped so if you are doing something wrong it's like a natural instinct to be like fuck them why are they telling me that I'm doing something wrong I pay these guys like Everybody and has that going mindset. Four or five over, I, I thought everyone knew you could go four yeah, or five over and right, not get pulled over. Right, and it's the most frustrating thing because it's pausing your your day, yeah. it's delaying everything, it's going to cost you time and money. I know. But what you have to realize that they're just enforcers of like our own laws. Like right. they don't so, they don't actually have a dog in this fight. If they yeah, saw yeah. you going ten over and they didn't pull you over, they're technically not doing their job. Yeah. Which they can get fired for. So it's like... Uh, no, I get it. It's so hard to realize that, though. But a lot of people think, think they're above personal. the law. Which I have felt that way, too. Like, when I'm driving and speeding, I'm like, why can't I go 20 miles faster than I yeah. am right now? Because, yeah. like, no one is out here. But You're like, I know it's safe. Yeah. I'm not going to hurt anybody, but the laws are in place. But it's like, why? I'm so delusional <laughs> that I'm like, yeah, I think I can make this law. Like, I can just go 20 over. Oh, yeah. But... I'm I'm a, I'm a pro speeder. I've never gotten caught. Mm-mm. Pro speeder. Ever. Like Knock I, on wood. You will be back on this podcast I'm checking a mirrors. Week, probably for speeding. <laughs> I'm, really just, I'm checking mirrors. I'm looking ahead. I got the... Eyes out. Apple CarPlay, when you put um, a destination in the GPS, 
oftentimes it'll be like speed check ahead. Yeah. And I wonder if that's a feature. I wonder if that's a feature that Apple sort of provides now as like a pro user feature or if it's like through the gut, like not through the government, but there's some sort of like collaboration where it's like, we don't really, Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't want to fully. I don't know how to fully express express this thought, but we don't really want to catch people for speeding. So, like, why should why should you not, as a citizen, not be informed of if there is a speed check? Like, it does. Yeah. It achieves the same thing. It's which is I you sl- slowing slow down. down. Yeah. And so, if you're getting notifications a mile ahead or two miles ahead that there's a speed check and you slow down for a mile ahead and then also when the cops there and mm-hmm. a little bit after you're increasing the distance that people are and the time that people are actually following the speed limit and increasing safety so it makes more sense to put that thought in before rather right. than just a cop out trying to catch people and uh-huh. get people so smart it's kind of smart I love it that's where I'm happy when they track our locations and stuff I'm like that's useful I appreciate that I don't like that at all <laughs> I don't like that at all if it's you're, the silver honestly lining. that I feel like if you're a girl is one thing that is very beneficial because if you're walking at night people mm-hmm. in like sketchy areas yeah. or whatever by yourself or you're doing something by yourself or Shit, even a mall parking lot these days seems like it can be dangerous. So that's a great feature to have on your phone, the tracking, Mm -hmm. just so that other people know where you are, know that you're safe. It gets weird, though, when people start telling you where you are. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so my I will share my location. Like, if I have a couple decent conversations with you in my life, shared location, because my whole thing is, is if I go missing, maybe your ass has seen me. Maybe your ass has seen me travel or, like, the last place that I was at. Yeah, yeah. And I don't really care. Like, look at my location for, like, whatever reason you want. The second you start to be like, why are you um, at Walmart right now? I'm going to be like, really? Like, wh- like, if I didn't tell you. Yeah, that's a little creepy. Like, I don't like that. Like, if I tell you I can't hang out, but really, it's just because I want to hang out with myself. You mind your own business yeah. if you see me out and about by myself. For real, yeah. I I wanna... so, it's a little invasive, but I like it overall. Like, <clears throat> you Yeah. Know. Speaking of invasive, let's get invasive here. Oh, um, Brianna Chicken Fry dates <laughs> Zach Bryan. Can you tell people who Brianna Chicken Fry is? Because you'll yes. do a way better job than I will. I am a long time fan of Brianna Chicken Fry and she started off on well I think she was on Vine for a little while and the whole way that she got her name is because she was standing making a video and her legs looked really like like they look like chicken fries and that's how, <laughs> that's how she got her so name. So she got a little famous from yeah, being kind of fun. Just funny. Just funny. And then she really like I I think I started following her like 2020 um, because she was like a big party girl, so she was always like hungover, throwing up. She would get this like blue drink at um, the what's it called, Dunkin'. And wait, what's Dunkin'? Like Dunkin', Dunkin Donuts? Donuts? Oh, yeah, okay. I think it's okay. from Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, and I just I think it is no, blue Raz. Damn that red sparkler from and Scooters. And she was though. just freaking funny and real, and it was like refreshing at the time because felt like well and even still now on social media girls like only like show their best and they're all put together and her hair is like all disheveled and like her eyes twitching and she's throwing up like it's hilarious and it's relatable and um so yeah she took off from that and she got a podcast on barstool it's called plan brie it's a play off of her name like plan oh really yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) and um yeah it's it's really good i was i've been what did she talk about on there um just girl stuff like, current college events. hangover 
Yeah, like, she's kind of moved away from, like, the college lifestyle and stuff. She used to go on college tours with her best friend, Grace O'Malley, who's also super funny and was a childhood friend of hers. That's what I really like about her is I do think she's authentic because she brought her childhood friend, like, with her. Like, Brianna was gaining all of this fame and stuff, and she was like, I'm bringing my best friend to the top with me, and that's Grace O'Malley, and she's... Do you think she brought her best friend to the top, or do you think that she used Grace a little bit? Like, is Grace really charismatic and good at all of that stuff? yeah. Grace is so well maybe she didn't use maybe it was more of a collab it's like we might as well both rise to the top she basically was like I my like I'm a shining star, but so was my best friend. Like I'm bringing her with, so she would always have Grace I on love her that. podcast, yeah. and then um, she basically told Just Dave sort of she was rough. like, "Give Grace a job here at Barstool, like she's a part." So they do a podcast yeah. together, and then Dave, Josh Richards, and Bree have a podcast BFFs, and they just talk about freaking. TikTok drama and it's so right. funny. It's so entertaining. I love the whole barstool setup because they too. they also sort of influence or they reach a lot of influencers outside too, yeah. and it, it makes the it makes them have like a wide web because you're talking about how they have girls like Brianna Chicken Fry, yeah. um, who does podcasts, and then her friend, yeah. and all that, and then they also have. Um, they're friends with like Shane Gillis and right. yeah. all of those guys that the podcast that I listen to, yeah. uh, Matt and Shane secret podcast and then war mode, Billy and Spud, this guy that are on there, yeah. they're friends with all of them and they, they collab and they'll have all of those guys. They'll, they'll go on each other's podcasts and it's funny as fuck. Like yeah. these guys are hilarious. They are. They're so, they're funny. so funny. I, I wish my job was just to sit here and shoot the shit and just say whatever I wanted and be like the more outrageous, the, the better. better and the more popular I'll probably get. But yeah. You are very outrageous. You're a little conservative True. on the potty. I'm just kidding. Well, True. Kind of, yeah. True. I, I'm not. No, I'm not ever conservative. <laughs> I'm pretty liberal in most of my views. Um, Same. No. <laughs> Speaking of, oh, we have to play that TikTok video. We have to play it. Okay, wait. Okay, okay I'll find wait, it. Wait, no, listen. You find I, it. I can, I can pull it up for you, but have you, have you ever heard of a dog whistle before that? No. Like what that meant? No. Have you? Did you look it up? It, yeah, it just makes, it basically is a term for terms that are understood by the vast majority of groups as something that's not offensive, that's not threatening or anything, but one group knows that this term actually means something different. Like, it has a different hidden secret meaning. Okay. Like, so a coded meaning. Yeah, figuratively, a dog whistle is a coded message communicated through words or phrases commonly understood by a particular group of people, mm-hmm. not by others. Yeah. Okay, so the context on this word, the dog whistle, is a TikTok video where there's this very flamboyant guy, um, bleached hair, sort of, and he's okay, talking but the, about... It doesn't even matter. What doesn't? That stuff, because that's not outrageous oh, to me, you know, it. but this TikTok was so outrageous to me and I had to... No, I'm just jump. describing yeah. the TikTok. Yeah, pull it up. Pull it up so I can play it. Okay, okay. Okay, one second, folks. Sorry, I gotta take it off the charge. One second. Just play it. Just pull it up. And it's no hate to this guy. I just No, not at all. It's what he's saying. This stuff is too outrageous. Like, I feel like a lot of my views socially... Maybe this sounds super stupid and like I'm 23 years old, but um, I feel like I don't really give a fuck what people are doing for the most part, but this is outrageous to me. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, I don't get it. Oh, I have to find it. Okay, here it is. On TikTok, that is really, really disturbing, and it seems like nobody is talking about it, but I've only recently learned 
what it means and I want to share with you guys so you can be on the lookout because it's it's very dark and sinister and that's the term well 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 I have been seeing this term being used across so many different videos for so long to the point that I've been seeing hundreds maybe even thousands of people commenting this term and when I first saw it I you know, didn't really think anything of it. I figured I just didn't know exactly what they meant. You know, it is a commonly used phrase. So I didn't really think much of it until I started to notice that any type of content I would see that primarily depicts a black person in a negative light or even has the proximity to depicting a black person negatively or say a gay person or trans person negatively that when I would go to the comment section this term well 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 would be what I would see the entire time I'm scrolling like hundreds and hundreds of comments of this term being used and that's when I started to question like okay what exactly does this mean what are people referring to when they say this come to find out it is a dog whistle and if you don't know what a dog whistle is it's essentially like a secret code that extremists who have say uh racially negative biases people who are prejudiced homophobic transphobic it's secret codes that they will use to communicate their biases to other people who think the same way but use these kind of masked terms that the rest of us would not be able to understand it's a very <laughs> okay i'm sorry i'm done what do we what do we what do we think of this what do you think of the term <laughs> Be fucking for real right now. Be fucking for real. I kept listening to his TikTok. It goes on a little bit longer. Like literally 30 more seconds. And I thought he was going to be like, I thought there was going to be a point to his message. Or and like I a, never really got it. Or like, a, I'm just kidding. Or yeah, like satire. Yeah, like satire. Because you're listening to it and he starts with, he starts with how it's something so dark and sinister it's yeah. so dark and no, sinister. No, that's why I was like, is there, so you're like, is okay, there tell actually me more. a deeper meaning? Yeah, tell me more. And then you listen and he's like, something that I've been noticing on uh, videos where they are depicting a black individual in a negative light or, or a video that is in the proximity yeah. of showing a black or colored or bi or gay or trans person in a bad light that there's comments of well 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 under all of it and hundreds or thousands of comments is what he's saying but first off before we get into this i want to address the fact that he said a video in the proximity of predict or of showing a person of color or this of whatever in a negative what, light like what does that even mean this is straight up what gives people anxiety like i don't know like what is allowed to be like okay i don't mean to be like that stupid but like i just don't know like what people are going to be offended about nowadays it's crazy like that is insane i've never said well 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 with any intent other than just being like well 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 like the cat yeah like, like you know yeah. well the thing that so I'm, I'm concerned with is where what is the proximity it's who, whatever who they decide the to be offended about yeah yeah, so we're just going to let these influencers like just determine what society is able to do. I just do. don't see the like, real the issue. Proximity? I don't see the real issue. I've never seen the comment section, well, well, well. And I spent a lot of time on TikTok. It's also interesting that for people who are so anti-racism and anti-judging people, like the first thing that he says is a, per a video about a black person. Uh -huh. Like why? Like why does the fact that he's like necessarily black matter? I know in that yeah. he's trying to give context about it, but like 
every video or every issue is, oh, a black person or, oh, a gay person. Like, why are they not just a person? Because I think that's what people mean when they're like so fixated on labeling things, like putting a label on who they are and not like what they do and what they stand for. Well, it's, it's just a big issue because, and it's going to continue to cause more issues because instead of being like equality through not making anybody special, Uh we're trying to make certain groups of people more special than other people in society. And it's just, it's resulting in more racism, more judging, more well, yeah, singling like, out. It's like, like I'm it's, judging you now for making such a freaking ridiculous video. Like it doesn't, yeah. I, yeah, it's weird. You're I gasping just, for, you're, you're grasping. grasping for strings. Like you're trying yeah. to find anything to have a problem with anything in the name of social justice. And we yeah. have issues. That's this country not has issue. issues. Everybody has issues. Yeah. But we don't need to just sink, continually just single out and be like, Oh, you're a black person. Oh, you're a white person. Oh, you're an Asian person. We're all just people. And by definition, dog whistle, most people aren't going to see the term well, well, well and think that that has anything to do with race, anything to do with being derogatory, anything to do... You know what I think it is? Is that I think like anytime, whenever I first, whenever you first showed me this and told me about this, my first thought was like, where what do I associate that term with? Do I associate it with racism or anything too? But no, what I associate it with is like my grandparents, like saying, well, well, well to me, like, Hey, well, 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 what are you guys up to? Like people saying it in a joking manner, but you know who in my mind is saying it? An older white person. So they're changing the things that we say into being racist ideas. It's is like that. I think that's sorry. I don't no, think no. that's exactly what's happening. I think no, that's an interesting thought that I had where I'm like, the, this is particularly maybe a more white thing to say. The comment, well, 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 like the that phrase, at least in Missouri. Like, a, okay, so but here's so, the thing is there an, is it an actual issue? Because if most people don't take the term well, well, well as anything bad and they have like a a positive connotation around it or a lighthearted connotation about it then like why well also, why bring such an attention to a well, non-issue then it's like yeah. is every phrase somehow a bad phrase it's so weird it's like yeah it's, and he's he's also linking it to extremists yeah like, and like he was what, like, it's what dark makes those and people sinister. extremists I, I genuinely don't i don't get how it's dark and sinister i mean if people are stupid enough to be like hey buddy when i say well 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 it actually means something really effed up to his friend and it's two freaking people who gives a shit it's like a it's like a safe word like every time i see someone out in public that looks like this i'm gonna say pineapple okay good for you should we all stop using the word pineapple? it doesn't change the fact of what you're saying either you're still saying something messed up so like yeah like see okay something i've noticed recently you you've got me on a comedy kick i've been telling everyone about kill tony and i just love comedy so much because they can say the most out-of-pocket things and it's a joke and it's so refreshing yeah it's like no one there thinks you're being serious and it's a bonding thing like it's funny if you can't laugh at yourself or laugh at other people i know like like guys i'm doing a podcast me out of all people doing a podcast like take me as a joke i i take myself as a joke it's funny a lot of the stuff that i say is just out of pocket stuff that i feel like this is a good way for me to express myself and just be creative do whatever you have to do speaking of uh creativity sorry to take it such a fast different direction but i just don't even want to waste more time on it was just weird there's something the I noticed. Words, well, well, well. 
I've now said it six times probably. So now like, I'm, congrats, you life, spread the word more. Yeah, for the rest of my life, I feel like every time I say that, I'm going to feel like guilty or like just awkward about it. That's just crazy. That's crazy. It's crazy because it's not, it's not coming from a bad place. Yeah. When I people, looked up other, I've never heard that come from a bad place. So, okay, other anyone. examples of dog whistles would be Bossy, Inner Cities, and Welfare Queen. And apparently Trump used all of them. What a dog. Trump is a dog. I love that. Let's see if he He's ever said hilarious. well, well, well. He's just out of pocket. He is a comedian. Trump I is know. a comedian. He was willing to say whatever will get him on the front front page of whatever. He's a businessman. No publicity, no publicity is bad publicity for him. It's so it's so funny. At the, <laughs> at the least, you have to say it's entertaining. It, you, yeah. At the least. It's just like, this guy, our, he said what? He's our president? I know. It's kind of funny. <laughs> it's like, and then just to watch people squirm. And it's like, sometimes, for example, whenever COVID came out and Trump said, um, yeah, I heard like uh, drinking bleach for COVID is also pretty <laughs> effective at killing the virus. Like it's a joke. And then the news media was like, uh, four people bleeps. reportedly have drank bleach Dude. and are seriously injured from listening to President Trump. Like, you can't take a freaking joke. And do you know why? When you get a McDonald's coffee and it says, warning, this is hot, yeah. it's because someone fucking got McDonald's coffee, spilled, spilled it on, on themselves, them. and then fucking sued McDonald's. Freaking sued McDonald's. Yeah. Because people are so idiotic yeah. and they want to blame everyone else for being idiots. Take a little responsibility, <laughs> Take for, some responsibility. for that. Yeah. That's it's so funny. funny. That's so funny. So funny. Did you... Um, okay, let's see. We got a lot of stuff. stuff that, oh, yeah, I wanted to go in. I wanted No, I wanted to address our uh, ins and outs. Jamie had this good idea of yes. doing this thing on the podcast where um, we do sort of like a weekly update, self-improvement update where we do these things are in, these things are out, or yeah. just styles of the season, yeah. whatever, to address them. So let's go right into it. Um, I'll let What's you go for the first one. Okay, yeah. this one's just a, a silly one. Okay, but for the last couple of seasons, I've predicted the color. I don't know. Uh, the, like the color of the season. Basically. Yes. That's what you're saying. Call me a sidekick. Because I predicted it when it was like the green. Everything was green. And then I was like, this summer, this past summer, is going to be pink. And it was okay. because of the Barbie movie. And this was before I knew the Barbie movie was coming out. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe um, I'm lying. But it feels like I keep picking it. And I think for fall, it's going to be like a burgundy slash reds. Not like slash a true reds. red, but like burgundy. So... What's your exact prediction? People are going to start putting it more in their homes, like wearing the color more. I would say like wearing more, it with style, like style, like either like a sweatshirt or a belt, like accessories. Yeah, purse. like like a little uh, it's pop. It's a good a color. Pop. I feel like we're kind of getting back into like the true like muted tones, not so like okay. bright. Wait, what? What is like a muted fashion. tone? Like um. Like you expect me to understand that? <laughs> <laughs> true. Um. Like that couch, like those are like, they give yeah, me like but, 90s vibes. Okay, but explain it for the listeners, because there's a lot of guys, there's probably more guys going to listen to this. What is a muted tone? Okay, so how like, can they imp- implement this into making their women happy? Oh, I don't know. That's a great yeah. question. I just feel like we're going to get like, um, 
Okay, it's so hard to explain. But you know denim, how there's a light wash, yeah. and then there's like a dark wash, yeah. and then there's a medium wash in between mm-hmm. that. And the medium wash kind of feels nostalgic to me. Okay. Because I was born in 2000. And like growing up, my mom would wear like 90s stuff. And so I feel like she would wear like long denim skirts, like jean denim skirts, and, and then like a burgundy top, not like a bright pink top. Like I feel like that was really... It's in. almost like a slight pop. Like a, yeah, it's more yeah. like, it's a little bit more... Um, that's what I mean by munitones. Instead of wearing like a bright green um, active set or like a lilac purple something or other, it's going to be more of a like a traditional color, I guess you could say. Like navy blue, brown, burgundy. You know what I mean? Like the burgundy is going to replace the hot pink and like like silver and chrome. uh, Like it's not going to be that so much. Damn. You're making me feel like America's getting back to its roots. I don't know, but I love it for some reason. I just like... It, I'm going to start getting patriotic. My mom again. used to have these shoes. They were platform sandals. And every time she wore it, for some reason, I was like, oh my gosh, she's dressing like a mom. This is so embarrassing. Like irrationally embarrassed <laughs> okay. for my mom's shoes. Right. But I think they're coming back. Enough and I talk. like them. Enough color talk. Um, for me, personal. <laughs> no, you know what? Hey, wait, since you oh, said what enough a, color what talk, a, what a surprise! What a surprise! My, for me, my personal first one is more accountability on my wants versus needs. Right there, maybe I just need to address that. Rewind. Okay, color talk, everyone. Get your colors done. Get your color analysis done. I've been telling everyone. She's talking about getting your. Kate's col- literally gonna so- shoot me if I She's talking about getting somebody to print out little pictures of colors, put them right next to your face, look at them, and say, out. "Oh, you look." pretty in these colors it's pieces of fabric they don't print anything it's called buying or buying uh what is that self uh verification or something get back to me on that one (laughs) everyone needs to do it you are either a winter a spring um a summer or an autumn validation not verification Yes, it's... An, what an idiot. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay, personal for me. More for accountability on my wants versus needs, meaning I need to eat better food. I need True. to take better supplements, do better workouts. Uh, also, skincare for guys <gasps> is a thing. I want to talk about that in just a second. I'm proud of And that. then out, outs yeah. are kind of like a, my don't give a fuck attitude. Ooh. I kind of want that to sort of just disappear a little bit or like disappear into the background at least um it's always good to not care about certain things like to have the ability to not care about certain things but i want to take myself more seriously um (laughs) also that quote unquote my body equals invincible i want that like mindset out like i need you need to take better care of uh yourself and just really like that's what I want to do it through, though. I want to find foods that fit my diet. I want to get mm-hmm. supplements. Like, I've been doing this alpha brain. Yeah. I feel like it's actually improving my brain function. Um, it takes the grogginess out, mm-hmm. sort of. It's real good. And then workouts. As far as workouts, I'm sure this is a very common thing amongst a lot of men, but I've just I've lost the motivation to go in and to actually grind in a workout and to um, have something, have, like, some purpose to push through every single workout. It's yeah. it's hard whenever you like you get to a point where um, either your body's not where you want it to be, so it takes a while to to get thing get to get things going and to um, see the progress that you need to see. But then once you do, like it motivates you and you start to see progress yeah. and that's something that can help you work out harder. But if you already have your body in a position that you want it to be in, it's like what can I do now? Like mm-hmm. what 
what I need something to drive me, yeah. whether it's a sport or a competition or a challenge. So um, if anybody has any ideas of cool things to do, like I don't think I want to do the full on running competitions. I don't think competition. Like maybe if it was um, like a trail run slash climb slash oh, yeah. like, like obstacle course man. almost. I could see. I think that. I could do that. Yeah. Like very, I, I remember watching Ninja Warrior and stuff as a kid and that's like, that was Maybe the coolest I'll, thing. Yeah, if I ever find a gym that has like, oh, I would definitely do like that. that. I, I kind of feel that. that specifically with workouts. I feel like what's in for me for workouts is um, less weightlifting because I would say primarily that's what I did with cardio and like doing instead of like five days of uh, weightlifting, do like two or three, and then on the other days do yoga. It's been feeling yeah. so good on the body, or and I like get my bodies. That's important though too, is to not yeah. just do heavy weightlifting all yeah, the time it hurts. because you need to stretch first off because you will get too stiff. Like I, yeah. if I don't stretch, I'll get knots all over my body, and your body starts to hurt because of it. Whenever it shouldn't, you should be feeling really good. And yeah. then also the yoga feels- for everybody out there. Oh. I'm serious. Dive into try to dive into like a mind body connection. It's get every, awesome. just get the feeling of who you really are, what your body really is, and. Be yeah, connected. I think yoga, I think um, it really helps weightlifting, you. Yeah. that stuff together is very powerful. It's very powerful um, to feel like you really know your body well, like, and just how you move. and It's relaxing, too. It's you relax- need to sweat. You need to get your blood pumping. The thing about yoga that I like, too, um, I like it compared to weightlifting because, like, with weightlifting, it feels like every couple minutes I'm on my phone, like, switching a song, texting people back, like, not so in the moment, but with yoga, you're having an instructor you don't want to be rude you don't want to be on your phone and like you're literally kind of forced to just sit there with your thoughts and process some things and by the end it feels so good it does the one time I went with you um we went and I was like okay I was down for it before we got here yeah and then I'm starting to realize this is going to take a full hour Mm -hmm. I'm going to be stuck in a room. It's going to be quiet. I'm probably not going to be doing things that I want to necessarily be doing specifically right. in terms of stretching out my body. But that's kind of the whole point of it is to, yeah. to really like go in and surrender Challenge that amount yourself. of time yeah. and just to, just to focus on that task. It's self-care. If you put your phone down and nothing, there's nothing else that matters in that yoga oh. session between besides you, the instructors, whoever you're with and just relaxing. It's so great. And I, I really encourage kind of any like really anybody to do it I wish it was more of a I wish you could go into a class and it would be more of like there'd be some more boy-centered things or like guy-centered because yoga is primarily seen as like a more girlish right or hippie-ish or whatever type thing but um there's some serious benefits to it oh it's great I mean you're practicing breath work like um it was really helping me when I was like for when I breathed weightlifting I'm like okay like I should be inhaling right now I should be exhaling right now and I got that from yoga it was a good reminder how much breath like can help you just with your mental health and then when you're working out it can help you push a lot more weight oh yeah yeah if you're you're really focusing on okay that's something good for um anybody but also beginners in weightlifting and working out and stuff like if you feel out of breath and you feel tired when you're doing lifts, really focus on taking a deep breath in as you're pulling the weight down. Like if you're doing um, yeah. chest press, for example, and you have your arms above you and you're coming down, really suck that breath in and then push out. Yeah. Push it out because you can Excellent. get in a rhythm in every exercise if you work on your breath where 
Yeah, sorry. It, it just makes it no, where it just makes it makes everything easier, and it it sort of puts your mind into a trance. It does. Yeah, it really does, because you know, like with breath work, it can make you feel like euphoric. It can make you feel like you've done drugs, or you're like yeah. a little tipsy or something. Like it's it's so good. I think a lot of us don't breathe. Like when I'm in a yoga class and she's kind of has us in like a hard stretchy position or something, I'm like really tense because I'm trying to hold it and it's it's yeah. hard. You have to balance. You have to be strong. You have to do all the things. Right. And then I hear her and she's like, breathe. And I'm like, oh my God, I wasn't even breathing. Like it's yeah. crazy. And it feels yeah. so good. Well, you're so focused on pushing that weight yeah. And, and, or just whatever. Just you're so, you're so focused there. on so many other things besides the, the actual task at hand. Mm -hmm. You're so focused on looking at yourself in the mirror, how your body's positioned. Um, even am I doing this exercise in front of people that makes me feel awkward? Like there's so many of these other things going on. Your music is your volume just right, everything. And then you're completely forgetting while you're doing the actual lift to focus on what you're doing, how you're moving your muscles. The mind to muscle. Yeah, everything. And, And that's, I guess the benefit of what yoga can give you that you can implement into weightlifting is the ability to focus on that one task at hand. And that one task is holding your hands on whatever you're, whatever weight you're moving and moving your muscles in the way that they need to be moved and really focusing on your breath and Mm -hmm. just, just that, you know? And also that's, if you can do that, it sounds like it's a lot to be able to just do that. But when you do that, that's where you actually get the therapeutic benefits of it all. Mm -hmm. Because all of your other thoughts of the day go out the door. Yes. and that's, Every single one. Back to when you were like, you want to find like a good um, end game basically. Yeah. Or like reason like to a, why you're Something to work out. for, yeah. I would say like, I'm to the point where I've been weightlifting for a long time where I can definitely see how my physical appearance has changed. But like, I notice when I don't work out, like the weeks I don't work out as much, my mental health, it it like literally it's in the gutter, sucks. Yeah. It sucks. So like just for my mental clarity, it's so nice to get in and intentionally move. Yeah. I'm not I don't really I would say I don't really train as hard as I used to, but just going and moving intentionally is so good. I will tell you too, there's there's times where I will not want to work out at all and I force myself um, either out of just willpower or yeah. just habit. Like I just need, I know I need better. to do it. And I've been working out for long enough, consistently enough to where it's kind of established as a habit in my own head. And I start to feel bad yeah. if I don't work out. So there's been so many workouts through the past, well, my entire life that I've just wanted to avoid so bad. No, mm-hmm. I don't want to walk in there. Like I'm dead tired. Right. I'm, I'm exhausted. I don't feel good today. Um, I don't look, I don't look good. I don't have on the right shoes. Right. I don't have my AirPods for music mm-hmm. or anything. But once you get in there as a guy and you start throwing around weight and you start moving and stuff, mm-hmm. like there's something about it. Sometimes I'm grabbing a weight and I it's just want to throw it across the room. <laughs> like uh, I, it gets your testosterone going. It yeah. gets your blood pumping. If you're sitting in a chair all day, your blood is going to be statically moving. It's not going to be moving very fast. Mm. And then you go and you work out and it, it does something where it just clears out your, it clears out your whole body and gets you going. Like you're, it's like a, it's like what you should do every morning, honestly, to get, to get me going. That's what I should do, but it's just hard. It is hard hard to to find time. So that's why I feel like even if you walk for 10, 20 minutes in the morning around your neighborhood, I will say this, you have to break a sweat. 
you, I don't the think worst so. part, I think, I think the worst part about a workout is breaking a sweat. And then once you do, I think that's where I feel the most benefits. Well, yeah. Cause, cause then finally my heart has had to, like, that's where it hurts right yeah. before you break a sweat is where it really hurts in a run or something. Yeah, true. Um, and then finally everything just gets caught up because yeah. you, your body's getting Once shocked and then it finally get just, past that growing, yeah. like you push through the barrier, then it yeah. does. It's like a release. I do agree. Yeah. Then you okay. feel like you can work out for three hours or yeah, for sure. whatever. Um, I would do like, if you are someone who's trying to get into working out, do all the fun stuff. Get like a cute outfit, get the best shoes, make some pre-workout. <laughs> You're a big time consumer. I am. Yeah. Capitalism. Capitalism <laughs> keeps the world going, baby. No, but hey. like, you know, make mm. it fun. It Ooh. is fun. Yeah. It's self-care. Yeah. Okay. I, I love this talk and we'll talk more weightlifting in another episode, but capitalism made me think about this because China <laughs> is apparently banning iPhones now. Yeah. Which I think is interesting because there's a backstory to that. Um, Wait, during really? the pandemic, yeah, there's a backstory. During the pandemic, a lot of Chinese people were starting to protest against the lockdowns there because they were literally being locked in their their buildings, like mm-hmm. fences being put up so that they could not come out at all because of the COVID lockdowns and restrictions in China. Damn. Okay, and so iPhone. Apparently, during these protests, I'll give you even more backstory. They would have these protests. Uh, Chinese people, prior to the protests, would meet up with signs, everything. They would be uh, screaming their chants and slogans, and they would share data on where the um, protest, the next protest would be by Apple uh, SharePlay or whatever. What's that called? Uh, AirDrop? Yeah. AirDrop. They hey, use AirDrop because... Chinese, the Chinese government can access all of their phones to see their iMessages and messages on their phone, but they can't see what people are airdropping. They can't see what people are airdropping, okay? So I, uh, Apple, in response to this, after uh, apparently colluding with the Chinese government and talking to them, decides that they're going to disable the airdrop feature on all of the Chinese citizens' phones, iPhones. The okay? real narcs. Yeah, Apple. So that they can, I mean, the, the idea is that so that Apple can continue to sell iPhones over there. Oh, gotcha. So they're, they're playing, they're in cahoots with the government. They have to do what they say or else the government will cut off supply of iPhones, like to allowing them to sell iPhones. And what's funny about all this is that China is banning iPhones now after Apple decided to make a bad move and support and agree with the Chinese government in the first place by getting rid of AirDrop. And it just goes to show that if you mess around with communists, what do you expect? Like they're not, they don't care about iPhones being sold in China. They only care about complete control. That's all they want. So if you're not agreeing to do whatever they say, then you're gonna, this is going to happen. You're going to get all of your iPhones banned from China and you're not going to be able to be in that market. But in, you shouldn't be in that market in the first place. You shouldn't be supporting the Chinese government. And as soon as they ask okay. you to get rid of AirDrop on your phone as an American company who's supposed to support freedom across the world everywhere, you should say, no, screw you guys. We're keeping that feature and we're not letting you have access. Like, we don't care. You got to be hard. You got you to gotta match... The energy. If China's coming out with you with threats, then you need to stand your ground for freedom. If that's if you're an American company, Apple's the biggest company in the world, I believe. I know. So okay, when you first said that, I was like, are 
most iPhones made in China. Yeah. And I looked it up and sure as shit. So that's probably why they're trying to accommodate to them because that's their where they're distributing out of. Yeah, is there is there manufacturing? It's going to be and the, the cheapest. What? How many people them. live in China? Like a billion or probably something? Probably a ton. I think it's like a billion oh. or half billion. I don't know. It's something crazy. Um, Whenever I hear they're stuff ginormous like this, population. I don't really believe it. Like, I like every time they're like, oh, like tiktok's gonna get bought and shut down like i never believe it like when they say stuff like this like um china the china government isn't going to allow their um citizens iPhones. iphones whatever i don't believe it like it just never happens it's always just like a clickbait I feel. that's the that's the uh 1.4 billion yeah 1.4 billion people so that's a ton of money it was kind of on a plateau it looks like it's on a plateau yeah but it's uh it's me- it's messed up, man. I just don't I don't like how these American companies are first off manufacturing in foreign countries and just like like there's literal nets. Yeah. Joe Rogan has talked about this on his podcast. At some of the iPhone factories, there's literal nets that prevent people from jumping off the building building to commit suicide at the factories because it was Wait, such a problem. It's such a problem at the factories. At the factories, that's on, how miserable these people's site? lives oh my are. Gosh. Yeah, I don't like that. And this is what this is what American money is supporting too. Yeah, you know. And then on top of it, China or uh, Apple was also supporting the communists in silencing speech. Yeah. So it's like I don't really I I feel bad for American business across the world and everything, but I don't I don't feel bad that China's acting this way to Apple right now, like. I feel like it's hard You're in with dirty people. when you have an American business to not um, have your distributors outside of the U.S. Because it's like, it's going to be so, so much, it's going to be cheaper for your customers by a lot. Sorry. Um, you know, and yeah. it's going to be, you're going to be able to grow your business more. So it's, it's hard. Like it's kind of a double-edged sword. Yeah, it is. Either charge your customers more which i know there's people who are like oh i'm willing to pay more for an american tag in my clothes but it's like uh like kind well, of but if it's like 40 dollars more like 40 percent more yeah like at, yeah. at some point it's like i think that that's that's fine and like i agree i think that um bringing factories back here and everything would be great it would be extremely expensive apparently from what i understand i'm not an expert but I think there's going to be a point where we have to realize, like, do we want to support American citizens and their jobs? And do we want, like, our neighbors to be wealthy and have good lives? Do we want to be wealthy and have good lives? Do we want the best for America? And does that mean that we also want iPhones built in America that Mm -hmm. there's just not that, like, tarnish on? It's like this this phone wasn't at the expense of somebody's life or, like, misery. that's so true. And... Is that worth paying for? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But you're going to have to probably give up something else for it. Like mm-hmm. maybe you don't get an extra shirt or something. You know, like yeah. you can readjust the budget, but I think it's worth it to have better things. Less better, like, you know what I'm trying to say? Quality like, over quantity. Quality over quantity. <laughs> That's the same. Quality over quantity. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think it's, yeah. Yeah, which I think this this is a perfect stopping point because we want quality over quantity on this podcast as well so thank you for sitting here and talking with me i enjoyed it always do everybody um 
this might be released on a completely new podcast show. Who knows? I may not post this to Gen Z Diaries. I may not. We may start something new. I don't know. We'll see. But whenever you hear it, you'll know the answer to that question. Potentially Gen Z out, something else in. Yeah, I think it really comes down to me not really liking the name anymore. And it was a good start. Yeah, it was was a good start. It was a good way to break the nerves and the edge off all this podcasting stuff. And even this episode, I... I felt like it was really good, but um, yeah. if you don't obviously say just so need yourself. to <laughs> haven't podcasted in a while. Need to knock the dust off, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, um, see ya, everybody. Have a good day, night, weekend, yep. year, whatever. Yep. Enjoy it. Bye. Thanks for listening. Thanks.